Hello, and you're very welcome to season eight of, uh, or sorry, not season eight, bollocks. Can we just say nice again? One, Robbie. No, 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 no. Let's say <laughs> on. No, he's one. Just one, <laughs> just one warning, Robbie. The last time I done that, I had the worst podcast, so just in case, just in case. Right. Fuck's we'll stay on. We'll stay on. <laughs> All right, it's season two, episode eight. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Uh, as you can hear, I'm not alone. I'm uh, being held to account by uh, three wonderful gentlemen, uh, our editor-in-chief, uh, TJ Mills. Well, Robbie, just because you said that, I'm not going to give, give you an easy run of it. So, um, uh, you, have to, you have to edit that part out. Like, that's why I emphasize <laughs> the, the editor part. Well, and, I, got uh, slagged, our... I got slagged by Liam for editing, so I don't edit anymore. No, I'll just leave it go. And are also our most electric member of our uh, podcast, uh, Mr. Ricky Dunn. Hey. Hello. What's crack, Rick? Oh, good. How are you? Ah, sure, not too bad. Any crack for yourself? No, no, no. You know, the usual, just just going to work and coming home, doing nothing. Because you're essential. Yeah, same as everybody. Well, you know, essential, like, in a certain sense. But, you know, the usual, just come home and watch telly. Watch your beloved Man United. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just nice. It is nice to watch United. It's actually, you know, it's actually a nice change being able to actually watch them for a change. But, uh, you know, it's all good. All good. Cool, cool, cool. And we're also uh, joined by our resident uh, rugby guru, uh, Mr. Dreamy Leamy, Lee O'Neill. How's it going? Not too bad, Rob. Any crack, boy? No, no, yourself. How's, uh, how's the guru thing going for you? It's going anyway, isn't it? It's going. <laughs> it's, know, going. Yeah. it's going, boy. Yeah, no, I got to do. Got to do my first night of uh, kind of rehab on my shoulder tonight, so uh, in a pretty good form, boys. Uh, so yeah, happy days. Yeah, yeah, delighted. Cool. So we're going to kick on. We're going to start off uh, with some rugby. Uh, so I just want to come to you, Liam, uh, first, just on the just the passing of uh, Gary Halpin. Uh, he's a member of uh, Kenny Rugby Club. Uh, do you want to just uh, take that one on? Yeah, yeah. Look, lads, um, I'll do my best here, but uh, you know. Gary was an absolute legend of a man and uh, you know, this is on and off the pitch. Uh, I actually had the pleasure of knowing him as well. Uh, he coached us there. Uh, he was our kind of scrum coach, forwards coach uh, there last year, the year before. So um, absolutely great guy, lads. And you know, he was he's just a character. Like, you know, he was just a legend. Um, I suppose probably the, the one thing he's most uh, remembered for is uh, the 1995 World Cup where he got over for a try against New Zealand and uh, he jumped up off the ground and you know, obviously he uh, gave the New Zealand team the, the middle finger. But, uh, you know, he's just absolute legends. Uh, even outside of that, um, like if you listen back to any kind of guest podcast he was on, uh, I can't remember which one it was. I sent into the group chat boys, but uh, like the way the way he even looked back on that match, even after losing, I think they lost maybe like forty three, fifteen or something in that, in that game. But even the way he was able to look back and say like he was the only man to ever sidestep uh, Lomu three times in one game, and uh, yeah, then he continued his like. Uh, but the only problem was Lomu was carrying the ball. So, um, <laughs> you know, if, if that tells you anything about the character of the man, it's, you know, he's just absolute great guy. Uh, massive loss to uh, to everyone. Um, I think he, like, he was still involved with rugby as well. Um, I, I don't know how to pronounce the, the school he was with in Ross Gray, but uh, apparently he was doing some absolute fantastic things up there. So, uh, yeah, absolute king, boys. Um I don't think I can justify 
uh, any more or I can do him any better. But uh, absolute legend of a man. Um, well said, well said. Yeah, yeah. TJ, TJ, and Robbie, like you, you're the only two here that's probably kind of old enough to remember Ooh. that game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a low blow. Were you uh, watching yeah. it? Or, yeah, yeah. Did you watch it or was it like? Uh, I don't think I watched it, but I was definitely uh, after Ireland got knocked out. I was definitely rooting for uh, the All Blacks to win the World Cup, and I was very disappointed when uh, South Africa won. So that's all. I, that's all I remember. Yeah. yeah. I won't lie, I can't remember um, that game, or I can't remember that World Cup, I won't lie, but um, I was lucky to get to meet Gary uh, a couple of times, and yeah, he just came across as an absolute gentleman, and it's really tough, I mean, it's really tough on his family and everything at the moment, and um, I I actually heard a great tribute from Keith Wood today, or he... Um, he was on the radio and he was on about when he got married, uh, the pictures in the papers over in, when he was with London Irish was actually a Gary Halpin. They were saying that he got married. So I, it, yeah, the, the, the two of them looked quite similar. And like, yeah, I, I listened to that as well. And uh, you know, it was like even Keith Wood said, you know, that Gary would have been his hero. So that, that, that says a lot about the man as well. But he was like, uh, the picture that was uh, sent into the paper of his wedding was actually Gary and his wife. So uh, that's that's brilliant. Yeah, I know. It's a, I, I think it's a tribute. I mean, you look at the superstars at the moment and to be able to, I mean, the likes of the former rugby players. Um, I often heard the father tell me that he met Moss Keane and unfortunately Moss Keane died a few years ago as well. And it just showed it was... I mean, there are a different generation of players and absolute gentlemen as well. And yeah, no, I think he'd done a great tribute to him. And I mean, Daddy was still involved with Kilkenny and coaching in the school shows the, the character he was as well. Like. Cool. Well said, boys. Um, so we're going to move on just, to... Uh, go on. just want to say one last thing, Robbie. Even uh, outside the world of rugby, he was um, a really, really good hammer thrower. So even in the world of athletics, he is a bit of a legend there too. So he has um, a All Ireland. Uh, he's in the top ten for the All Ireland Hammer Throw. Uh, he is seventh in Ireland, and I think it's only been beaten once in the last uh, ten years or so. So even even outside rugby, he is a legend. I think his uh, his best throw in an Irish competition is about seventy one meters in uh, Hammer Throw. So yeah, even. It wasn't just rugby that he was good at. He he deployed himself to everything. So yeah, absolute king, all round legend, all round legend. So from that uh, from that legend, we'll go to uh, another legend uh, who's probably going to be retiring soon. Uh, Johnny Sexton. He gets the nod at uh, ten uh, this weekend. Liam, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think uh, you're like lads. Let's be honest. You're playing Italy. You should be able to. Uh, kind of messing around with the team there. Um, I know we have uh, always kind of given out as well the last while about Sexton saying, uh, or about you know, the next World Cup and whatever, and he's actually come out and said that he, does, he, he doesn't want to be around for the next World Cup uh, in terms of, uh, <clears throat> sorry, in terms of a playing career. So um, I think that's a step in the right direction from uh, Sexton anyway. But um, yeah, uh, Sexton and Gibson Park there, like, you know, they, they should be able to... Um, kind of link up well in the halfbacks. So uh, you'd imagine they're going to be able to uh, move the ball around quite nicely and 
let's be honest, lads, if this uh, calibre of Irish team doesn't put up 50 points on Italy, it's a joke. Um, you know, they have a, a great team out, uh, a very strong uh, pack. So I think uh, Tyke Furlong is starting. Uh, Dave Kilcoyne is starting as well. I'm actually excited for Dave Kilcoyne because I think he's just going to absolutely carry heavy. Uh, Kelleher there as well. Uh, I think he's he's starting to come into his own in the um, in the Irish setup, and then <clears throat> you have Henderson, Jan Ryan uh, in second row. So it, it is a very very strong uh, pack. And then even your back row there for the pack, uh, you have Tyke Byrne, uh, Will Connors, and CJ Stander. So like lads, that is an absolute workhorse of a pack there. If you don't put up fifty points on on Italy, I think. Uh, there's something that needs to be reassessed. Is there kind of uh, was there an argument you made to be playing uh, like someone different at ten? Because um, as you're saying, like Sexton, you know, he's even saying himself he probably won't be around for the World Cup, um, and like the kind of the, the championship is kind of written off. Do you think it would have been better to go for like a younger ten, or are you like giving lots more guys uh, chances in the team? Um, yeah, I think. He- he should have played around with it a lot more, I think. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, like as I said, you're playing Italy and Sexton will be well able to command that. Uh, but I think like it is a very strong pack. Uh, it's a strong back line, line as well. But he, I think he should have played with the squad a bit more. Um, not even just uh, just Sexton. Uh, and if you look at it like this, the only reason Conor Murray is out is because he's injured. So... Um, other than that Ireland will be playing a, like a full strength team now I'm not saying Gibson Park isn't up there but uh, you know the only reason Murray is out is because he's injured it's as simple as that I think he should have played with the team a lot more Do you reckon TJ that um, say that um, Declan Kidney he won the Grand Slam in his first year and Joe Schmidt he won the Six Nations in his first year and Andy Farrell is kind of staring down the barrel of uh, you know not winning the first Six Nations he was in and then finishing, you know, towards the bottom of the table. Do you reckon he's, uh, he's feeling the pressure for his job? Um, I think so. I think so. I think he's really feeling the pressure. Listening to an interview um, Andy Farrell gave the other day, he said he's embracing it. He loves the pressure. But I, I'd agree with what Liam said there. I, I would have liked him if he was more adventurous with the side, especially with Jonathan Sexton announced. And I would like to have seen, especially against Italy, because Italy's a game that you kind of fire out your fringe players. And that's, that was always the case. Um, going back to your question there, I mean, first year, last year, you could say here, COVID didn't help things and all of that. So you would have seen set out stall this year. I think there's kind of, well, for myself as a rugby fan, I think there's frustration there that they don't seem, they seem to be kind of small bits of progress, but it's not really evident if if he'd done like what Liam said, was more adventurous with the side, you can be saying, well, here, we're firing out young players, we're firing out fringe players. I mean, the message kind of playing Jonathan Sexton and that, and as... Liam said Conor Murray would be there only he's injured. It kind of reeks slightly of desperation that they need a first win. And to be doing that against Italy, uh, my personal view, I don't think it sends good signals, being honest. Um, because what would happen if, God forbid, Jonathan Sexton gets injured again, you're bringing in, you're bringing in another number 10 again. 
And that didn't really work out against Wales. And I mean, Burns got a fierce amount of flack for which he shouldn't have gained. And that's the, I mean, it's the, the likes of the teams against the likes of Italy and all of that. The likes of Georgia or someone like that in the World Cup. You fire out your fringe players, give them experience that if you need to call on them in the big games, that's what you do. And I, I just think it's sending the wrong signals, being honest. And I could be completely wrong, but that's my personal view on it. Just uh, just as we're talking about tens there, lads, I just want to give uh, just a massive shout. Uh, Joey Carberry is on the bench tomorrow for Munster. So delayed to see that. The future of an Irish out half is uh, in safe hands, I think. Yeah. Yes, it's great to see uh, Carberry back. And I think he's kind of, He's the closest one to Sexton, uh, obviously, when he's fit and playing well. So it's yeah. great to see him back. So it gives a, a, even more competition for the other guys who are kind of who are kind of in the in the wings, kind of waiting to uh, to kind of take over from Johnny. So kind of puts the pressure on. So that's good. Um, the kind of major criticism name of Andy Farrell has been the, the attacking style you know, over the last few weeks, um, and, and in terms of creating chances and stuff like that um, and when he started when he came into the job it was kind of he was kind of hailed as he's going to really shake up the uh, the attack uh, for Ireland so have you seen I know you were kind of critical of them the last day but have you seen any sort of signs that are kind of positive on the on the attack front for, for Ireland since Andy Farrell's come, up, come in um, I'm going to keep this short and sweet lads because we have waffles already long enough about rugby Um and you know, this forty-minute episode is already gone. But um, <laughs> yeah, look, to be honest, I haven't seen much. Now, um, I, I'm I'm happy enough with how they're playing in defence. Uh, now I know uh, you have to score to win games, but um, you know, I, I think uh, they need to be a lot more kind of open. Um, I know when they brought in your man as forwards coach, he was saying there's going to be a lot more kind of offloads and open play. And we haven't seen that. So um, I think they need to actually try to bring that in. Even if they try it against Italy, see how it goes. And, uh, you know, then they could play a bit more freer in their next game. So, uh, yeah, that's that's my answer. We, we bet on, boys. <laughs> cool. So I'll just go for a quick uh, predictions for the, the Wales-England game, which is probably the, the game of the weekend. Uh, TJ, uh, in a word, who do you think is going to win, uh, England or Wales? It depends on the Wales team turn up. If they turn up like they did the past couple of days, that they're stern, I kind of fancy Wales for it. And Liam, who are you going to go for? Um, tough one to call. I think England are starting to come into their fitness a bit. So um, I think it's it's going to be a try either way. But um, I'd nearly I'd nearly say England, boys. I'd nearly say England. Because they're, cool. they're going to want to going to want to stop their, their run. So. I want to say England, boys. Yeah, there's nothing that England uh, love more than winning the Six Nations and stopping another team from winning it. So they're going to be, uh, especially they have a bit of a uh, bit of needle and bad blood with uh, Wales as well. So they'll be kind of out yeah. for that one. And uh, of course, the, the France Scotland game is uh, is uh, postponed because of COVID. And it's about the only thing that the Irish team were able to pass on uh, in that French game was probably uh, COVID nineteen. Or they were saying during the week that they couldn't have got COVID from the Irish team because they weren't able to pass even the ball to their own team. So, <laughs> so uh, we're going to move on, guys. We're going to go on to uh, Disney. And so Disney have uh, released loads of uh, new content this week on their uh, star. Uh, is the name of their, their kind of platform on it. So uh, Ricky, uh, what are your kind of uh, your favorite ones on, on this uh, new load of content? 
Uh, there's a few that I was looking at, but I was saying like Disney are really after a kind of their game, like they're after really kind of stepping it up and saying, you know what, like a big fuck you to Netflix. Like it's I just think some of the stuff on it, uh, like this whole star thing that's come out, it is fantastic. I've been looking at a few just to give people an idea, any of the listeners as well, just kind of stuff to watch or to listen to watch. Um there is if um there's one who is it on? Is it oh, there's one on OJ Simpson? Now, I know probably people have watched enough and listened to enough about O.J. Simpson over the past couple of years, but it's an Oscar, uh, Oscar-winning documentary, and it's supposed to be fantastic. So that's definitely one I'd recommend. Um, again, I've seen Sons of Anarchy. I know some actually a lot of people haven't watched Sons of Anarchy, so I'm sure a couple of you have watched it. That is a fantastic show. Loads of seasons. So it's perfect for binge-watching people that are at home, you know what I mean, looking for something to watch. Um, again, it has the likes of, you know, yeah, it's brilliant because it has Family Guy. It has Family Guy, American Dad, um, again, you know, it's just plenty. There's so much to watch in it. After that, I kind of think I have kind of caught up on everything. Um, that's what I'm watching at the minute anyway. What about you guys? Uh, yeah, do you want to go on, TJ? What's, what's your picks from uh, Disney? Yeah, I, I won't lie. I don't watch um, Disney Plus as it is, but one program I heard actually on the radio today is on it that I didn't know Sons of Anarchy was on it. I actually love that program, so I will check that out. But is Dex Files? Um, I used to watch it slightly when I was younger, but you scared the shit out of me. So um, <laughs> I'd be the same. So, yeah. So I have PTSD I'm, over like PTSD over watching Netflix as a kid. I can't <laughs> so I'm kind of looking forward to checking that out now to see how, to be embarrassed that it actually used to scare me years ago. So I was only about what seven or eight when it was out I think it would have been about seven or eight so uh, yeah I checked that out but definitely check out Sons of Anarchy as well I won't lie other than that I won't be sure um, I signed up to it years ago and I cancelled the subscription but I think I'll sign up to it to check out those two shows yeah, some lots of uh, good stuff on, on the X-Files point uh, I was kind of this is uh, what you don't have uh older brother or sisters TJ, but I was held down and made watch uh, some some of the really freaky episodes because my uh, older brother and two sisters thought this was a good laugh, but, you know, traumatizing your younger sibling is always a bit of crack, like, you know, but uh, actually one thing I was kind of, I was actually uh, watching yesterday was, or the day before was uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and I'm sure uh, you remember that one, TJ, that's on it as well. Yeah, oh no, that was, that was deadly actually. That was, that had everything, so I didn't know that was on it either. So that's another reason to sign back up again. If this and it's it's a super season, dark show, actually. <laughs> I only watched one episode, and it's like you know the talk about the gates of hell and everything. I'm like, holy shit! Like this is pretty uh, pretty crazy. Yeah, I know it was a deadly show. Like it was a real, like it was a real coming of age show that came out for around ninety nine, was it? Uh, 97, 98 or something like that. You know? oh, it, it is kind of a dated, like when you watch it, it, it is very 90s kind of the way everyone kind of is in it, you know, but uh, yeah, it's kind of, it's worth a watch. 90s were deadly though, so. 90s are the best. <laughs> uh, for TV anyway, but the two to two like guys are probably too young to remember the good shows. Uh, also, I've seen Scrubs is on it as well. He's a uh, big fan of Scrubs. Love Scrubs. Love it. One of my favorite all times, like I, Scrubs, I could rewatch. I could rewatch that like over and over again. Just the banter between like JD and uh, Turk, uh, yeah. Mr. Cox. Like, you know what I mean? It's just and it had it. There's like Scrubs, Scrubs had it all. Like you know, there was humor, there was like sadness. It had it all. Like that's like I didn't know that was on it. I actually would start rewatching that. It was a great show. Good show, bro. 
actually would you be more of a Turk or JD uh oh, Ricky yourself I'm JD you know that like that's I'm <laughs> <laughs> my favorite line from uh, JD was he was talking about that he wears uh, shorts in the shower uh not because he's anything to hide but because he wants to sort of thing so I thought it was a... what was it I know that line I know that line Robbie it's like what was it for the man who's nothing to hide but still wants to but still wants to yeah I love that <laughs> what a line, what, a line. <laughs> what about you Liam are you a Scrubs fan uh, yeah, kind of, yeah. Like, I, I've watched a few episodes here and there, but uh, as you know, boys, I, I've never really watched much telly growing up, so uh, I've been doing a lot. I, like, I'm not as bad as Gibbo, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm bad enough for uh, for watching stuff. Catch up. Yeah, yeah. On the farm, yeah. On the farm. What? yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it. Working too hard, boys. <laughs> There's a man that needs to watch a lot of stuff, though, lads, is Gibbo. The amount of shit he has He's getting better though. He is watching his chip. He's getting better. Yeah. I think yeah. he's worse for movies. Movies, he's really bad. Yeah. Uh, speaking is, of yeah. movies, guys, have you seen? There's uh, Conan the Barbarian and uh, Commando are on uh, the new Disney thing as well. Oh, nice. Two of my favorite uh, Arnie movies. Uh, Commando just has some of the best, uh, the best lines in it altogether. Oh, best one-liners. I won't lie, I haven't a clue what you're on about, but I let on you guys. Oh, you have to watch Commando, 100%. Commando's brilliant. Pure action. Just. I'm just, uh, I'm sitting here laughing, boys, because, uh, you know, Ricky, when you said there's some of the best one-liners there, I actually thought you were going to give us one or two. We had a bit of a, <laughs> like, we, we had a bit of a gap there, and then TJ was like, I don't know what you're on about, guys. <laughs> so I just, uh, that got me, guys, that got me. I think we shouldn't yeah. start getting into doing uh, Austrian accents uh, live on on the on the episode because my my, so, en- yeah. my entrance to the show was pretty bad. So I think we should uh, we should move on. And we should talk about uh, musical music festivals. Uh, so uh, you guys were saying that there's some music festivals planned from UK uh, later in the year: Creamfields, uh, Reading, and Leeds festivals. Uh, TJ, do you think there's going to be any major festivals going ahead? Uh, at the end of the summer in Ireland? Uh, at the moment, no. Uh, TJ? Sorry, can you hear me? Uh, we can hear you, TJ. Oh, yeah. no, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, my internet acted up, so that's why it was worrying. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't think so. Uh, I think it will be left too late. Um, I think the potential maybe might be there that they could kind of run out a couple of the smaller festivals, but... For anyone with electric picnic tickets, I think you'd be waiting until 2022, being honest. Um, it's just, I think we're too, I, I won't even go on around here because I'm sick of it, but I just think we're too slow to react. And maybe the likes of festivals going on in England might boost us on in that and boost on other things. I mean, they're on about Premiership Soccer having 10,000 fans back in May. And we're worrying about, supporters at all Ireland's towards the end of the year like so I don't think to be any major festivals this year in Ireland Do you reckon uh, Ricky that a lot of Irish people would go to festivals in the UK and be kind of travelling back and forward for festivals or Oh that's a good question um, I think I think some people will if they can they definitely will but whether if they're going to be able to or not is, is another question but well, you're going to have to because at the end of the day, there's nothing happening here. So you can't really blame anyone who does want to go over to Creamfields because England are so far ahead, as you know. And again, look, I don't want to get into all that stuff either about vaccinations and all that stuff. That's the last, thing what, that's the last thing what people want to be hearing. But yeah, if you do, if you want to do, you do you. If you want to go, if you want to go to England to go to a festival, 
you do you. You know, everyone has suffered hard enough now over the last two years. So why not? Let's all just go. Everyone, let's all just go to England, the whole country. Let's go for Greenfields. Why not? Just bum go. over. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Liam? Would you be tempted to uh, hop over to uh, Greenfields or Reading or any of them festivals? Uh, yeah, lads, look, I'm, I'm not really a, a festival kind of guy, but, uh, you know, it's, it's been a while, so, you know, there, there would be temptation. Um, I think all I want now, boys, to be able to, you know, by the end of the summer, be able to sit in a, in a beer garden, sipping away on a pint. You know, that would make me a happy man. Um, I'm, not, I'm not going to say a pint of uh, creamy Guinness, because, you know, that's not really a, a beer garden drink. So, um, yeah. Nah. Do you know nah. the one you get to bottle of yeah, no, Bulmers wouldn't do it for me, though, you know. Ah, what would you be on then? I don't know. That's that's the thing. Like, it depends on the mood, you know. You have to you have to pick up on the mood. But uh, you know, lads, I'm on a serious uh, gin vibe at the moment, so uh, I think it'd just be a gin. Yeah, good show, good show. Yeah, I you can just picture it, guys, can't you? you can just picture it sitting in a in a beer garden, you know, anywhere, sun beaten down, you know, towards the end of summer, nineties dance music playing. Oh. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. Oh. Just picturing Liam with one of those big, massive uh, gin glasses. Actually, I have to have a dig at Liam on this because I must listen back like Liam to one of the earlier podcasts because I got a fair slagging for saying I drank gin. Yeah, because you said it was like probably the only thing you drink at, uh, on certain nights. Where uh, you know this is this is probably just a buzz at the moment. I like I'll definitely go back. I'll definitely go back to my Jemison. So uh, you know uh, this is just a buzz. This is a lockdown buzz. I think <laughs> maybe coming into uh, if we do get the beer gardens and we yeah you know, test the waters a bit, see if I get a snag in. But uh, yeah, we're getting sophisticated or something. Yeah, no, yeah, you know, like there's no DJ, there's no yeah, other yeah. like the biggest man in the pub, like you know what I mean. If anyone who's listening doesn't know Liam, Liam is a giant of a man, and I think it would actually be hilarious to see Liam out of beer garden with a little gin and tonic in his hand. Oh, <laughs> yeah, a <laughs> yeah, little uh, little gin and tonic, your know, tank top, uh, pair of shorts, sunglasses, lovely hat, lads. That'd be some sight. Yeah, and will you have your mullet by then, Liam? I will. This is this is the update. I want to give an update, lads. Uh, so the sister has ordered uh, a new hair clippers. It should be here early next week. So uh, yeah, there, there's a mullet uh, coming early next week, boys. Nice, class. Yeah, yeah. Class. You'll be the first to see it. Do you know what I'd actually give me left leg for this minute is to be walking down to parade and hear the music blaring out of the left bank in the field. It'd be just, it just say here, lads, we're back to normal. It'd be just brilliant. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll temper this into the next topic, TJ, because we're getting very sidetracked. Who would you like, who would you like to hear more, Biggie or Tupac? Is that to me? Or... Yes, because I did say oh, TJ. Sorry, sorry like I didn't, it broke up on me. Sorry, Robin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Biggie is good, but I'd be a big Tupac fan. I won't lie to you. So, Tupac. I think it's straight answer there, shooting from the hip. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no sitting on the fence there today, TJ. Ah, no, 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 no. It's, it's the sign of a good night out, Tupac or not Tupac. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go completely against you here, TJ. Like, you know, obviously, boys, they're two absolute goats. So, but uh, I'd rather, I rather Biggie. 
uh, you know, you, you listened to me on the last podcast as well. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm back on a big biggie uh, bun, bunge binge. So, uh, bunge. That doesn't sound uh, suspicious at all. So, uh, yeah, no, fucking loving it. As I said, you, you can train to it, you can you know, study to it, you can write to it. So, you know, Biggie has it all. But what's your, why is he better than Tupac, though? Do you have any respect for Tupac, or is it just kind of... Just... No, yeah, no, honestly, I do. Yeah, yeah, great, great respect for both of them, lads. Uh, but um, I don't know, I think, for me, anyway, the, just the vibes of, the, of Biggie's music just kind of resonates with me more. So, uh yeah, no, I do. I do love. I love two back songs as well. So uh, that's. Are you just I'm, picking the Biggie because you're a big guy as well? You're kind of like, yeah, Biggie, yeah, that's me. There, there, yeah, there could be transfer over, but uh, I don't know. Like, there, there definitely is transfer over. He's a big guy. He didn't give a fuck what people thought a lot of times. So uh, yeah, there's there's transfer over here, boys. Because um, yeah, uh, so Jack was saying he likes Biggie as well, and he's he's a mountain of a man as well. So there could be a connection yeah. there. There could be, there could be. Yeah, those big guys can do it too. That's probably what the the connection is, you know. How about you, Rick? Are you uh, where are you going with uh, Tupac or Biggie? Oh, now, like you know, from my time in the gym, guys, I'm I know my music. I love my music. You're just gonna say Drake. <laughs> you Drake, yeah, but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely Drake. Can I pick? Can I pick Drake? <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. Seriously, um, when I was younger, I used to love, I used to love Tupac. But I know last couple of years, I've been, I've just been vibing off a, a bit of Biggie, a bit of Biggie in my life. You know what I mean? I just, just love vibing to him. Some of the lyrics, like, you know what I mean? It's the same. You can train to it. You can, you can fornicate to it as name was saying. You can do whatever you want. You can cook an omelet to that. You know what I mean? I just been, I don't know. It's just kind of enjoy it more. Just enjoy a bit of Biggie. Some of the lyrics are just oh, amazing. Again. You know, look, Tupac is brilliant, and he is. They're two, you know, legends. It's like two. They're two of the goats. Like so. But yeah, I'm going. I'm going to go Biggie. I'm going to be. I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay with my man Lima. This one, I'm going to say Biggie. Just and as I'm a matter of interest, you. would you race uh, Drake ahead of both of them? No. Where would he race? <laughs> I would maybe come on the podcast again if I said it can Drake. Like. <laughs> it was all self-respect. Hey, you got to represent. You know, you love you love your man Drake. So, would you say he's kind of in the conversation of being? One of the greatest rappers. Oh, he, he, yeah, I think he is. That's controversial for you now. We can put that out to our, out to our listeners, maybe on uh, on Instagram. We want to do a poll. See, is, uh, is Drake in the conversation for uh, for greatest rapper? Uh, for me, it's definitely Tupac. He's just uh, he's like he like, he has more albums. I know, like um, Piggy was they were both kind of killed, you know. So they kind of uh, you could argue who went on to make more albums, but kind of. I think Tupac has kind of got a, a kind of broader range of music. I know you're saying like he can train to it or he can kind of uh, do whatever to it or make omelet, as Ricky was saying. Um, but you can do all that to Tupac. And then he actually has some really kind of good, you know, like uh, hitting your kind of soul sort of songs like uh, Brendan's Got a Baby and uh, Staring at the World Through My Rear View. And all these sort of songs are just, um, he's just a real smooth operator. And he's also, uh, he shaves his head as well, so that's probably why I'm, you know, I'm going for him. So you're going for Biggie because you're uh, big guys, but I'm, I'm definitely going for uh, my man Tupac. He's representing the ball guys. It's actually a, a perfect. It's a perfect opportunity to put it out to Instagram because fifty fifty here. So we let the well. Uh, actually, Jack uh, tips it over. Yeah, Jack tips it over. Unlucky teach. Uh, Jack isn't here. So. <laughs> Sorry, Jack. Sorry, Jack. But. 
you don't have yeah. a vote on this one. <laughs> he's, he's a big guy. You have to apologize. <laughs> yeah, you definitely want to apologize to Jack yeah, for, for everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm safe as long as the 5K is in, so that's the, the main thing. <laughs> sure wouldn't stop Jack. Jack is more like um, your man the mountain from Game of Thrones, just so for, for everyone who uh, doesn't know him, he's an yeah, absolute monster. He would make Liam look small, let's say. He does, lads. There's a my cover photo on Facebook is a picture um, myself and Jack are side by side, and I, I look like it looks like he could pick me up and cradle me like a baby. Like he's a big man. He's a big unit. I he's take a unit, everything yeah. back. I take everything back, Jack. I take everything back. <laughs> yeah, he's a lovely guy. He's a lovely guy. <laughs> <laughs> Cool, guys. So uh, will we crack on with the high ball or will we kind of uh, take a little break? I think our 40 minutes are up, Rob. Yeah, I think we need <laughs> a break for a crusty scone. Uh, crusty scone. Crusty scone. <laughs> cool. Well, we'll, uh, we'll pop off and we'll uh, be back after break. And this is not season eight as I introduced it. It's season two. So anyway, sorry for my mistake. <laughs> we can't give Liam his 40 minute episode either. So that's why we take a break. Well, at least we're only coming back for the high ball. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm happy enough, guys. It's a compliment. Cool. We'll uh, pop off and pop back on, guys. Chat in a bit. Chat in a bit, lads. Take care. Cool, guys. So, uh, welcome back. Did you have a good break? Yeah, yeah. Fucking flew to Aldi, boys. So, zip down to Aldi. Nearly crashed my car. Uh, got a good kilo of chicken. So uh, yeah, it's gonna go in the oven now, and I'm gonna cook that for lunch tomorrow. What are you gonna What are you gonna bake it with? Oh, uh, just keep it simple. A bit of uh, paprika powder, uh, sweet chili sauce. That's gonna be the season. Uh, then there's going to be microwave rice and da, 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 asparagus, and that's gonna be me. Getting your five a day in there with the asparagus. That's it, yeah. Uh, I love it at the moment, actually. That's a bit of a sea salt on that, and it is fucking delicious. It's finger licking good. Finger licking good. I just had an omelet there. It was unreal. Oh, jealous. I'm the omelet king. Just gonna let you know. Just to let you know. I make the best omelets. We could have an omelet off because I have a pretty decent omelet here too, guys. Well, there's no need. It's kind of like you know, no competition. <laughs> just gonna say. That's uh, said by a guy that sounds a bit scared. How am I scared? I'm literally like completely dissing your omelette. You're, you're saying yeah, that's you're, not a competition. But you're backing down from a competition. That's well, like, you know, if you want to do it, like if you want to, yeah, if you want to, yeah. you know, get her feelings, you know, that's, it's okay. It has to be done. It has to be done. No. Yeah. You're right. after putting yourself up there as the best now, so. Yeah. Well, yeah. I can, you know, definitely live up to the pressure. I don't know. I don't know perfect chance lads because I have to admit I never ate an omelette so it's probably a thing <laughs> 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 like, so, <laughs> it's called Planet Stony. it's a bit Planet of Stony. so uh, oh my god you want to get the mammy to cook you up an omelette there it never appealed to me the parents had eaten but it just never so yeah actually when the restrictions lift Sell me an omelette, like with a pint. Yeah, of sure. I'll drop you. I'll drop you one down. Cool. No, I'll I'll do exactly just that, TJ. I'll fucking sell it to you. You have to pay for my omelette. <laughs> cool, boys. We'll move on. We'll go on to the the high ball. High ball. Yep. High ball. <laughs> 
So this this highball is brought to us by uh, Mr. TJ Mills. Uh, he kind of thought of this one, so uh, fair play, TJ. <laughs> I'm surprised that I actually done two in a row that you said it'd be kind of good enough to put out. So I take that. Yeah, well, this is uh, this is definitely a, a topper top, uh, topic. Um, so you were kind of saying that um, could bring him back uh, a cartoon called Rugrats. Now I'd say uh, Liam and uh, Ricky don't know what Rugrats are. They're probably uh, uh, I do, and I fucking love it. Lads, you're not like you're old, but we probably had the same same ish cartoons. Lads, come off it, would you? Yeah. <laughs> like you know, there's like good like you know ten years of difference. No. Yeah, but we still have Rugrats. Rugrats was just an absolute stalwart of cartoons, wasn't it? Like it was just always there. Um, I have to just yeah. say that their their representation of uh, Chucky the Ginger Guy is, uh, you know, it's completely. Uh, I don't know this definitely should be cancelled. You cancel Rugrats. That's the hashtag. <laughs> I'm going to go for it. <laughs> definitely think. Well, the, but the uh, the question to you guys is, um, if you were to bring back uh, one cartoon from your childhood, what would it be? So uh, I'm going to go to TJ on this one because it's his topic. Uh, there's two of them. One of them, I'm not sure if it's still going, but I used to love it. It was called Recess. It used to be on um, Network 2 of a Saturday morning, RTE 2, and just used to love that. Like It was kind of a, just when we're on about Rugrats, it's kind of a, what would you say, not a, te- a kind of a teenage version of Rugrats, like, but it was, uh, yeah, it was just deadly. And the second one is really going back. And I barely remembered, but I just knew I used to love it. Was James Bond Jr. Even the team change oh, was brilliant. Like so, they'd be the yeah. two that if they're on Disney Plus, tell me and I'm signed up. I just line up. Them. James James Bond Jr. was an epic show. Gonna be honest, I had a little uh, James Bond Jr. Uh, action figure. Yeah, I know it was just brilliant. It was just we used to be singing the team tune in primary school, like. Actually, one t- one other one, and I won't drag it on. Is do you remember the real old version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Oh yeah, yeah. That, uh, the nineties yeah. version, the newest one I saw, it, and the I real version, the real version, nineties version. Yeah, I know that was class as well. They'd be the ones I'd bring back. Um, and uh, actually, uh, Uncle, you know, funny. Uncle Phil from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. He that's was Shredder. That's a funny oh, point to say. Sorry, Ricky. I was just saying, that's a funny point you said about the old movies, um, the old Ninja Turtle movies. My uncle was actually in one of them. Oh, was he? I swear <laughs> to God, yeah. My grand which, uncle, which turtle was he? Yeah, which turtle was he? He wasn't a turtle. He was one of the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> he was one of the bad guys that was caught in the net. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Deadly. So that's all he did for the whole movie, just sitting in that net. That was it. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I Actually, they're really cool, cool movies as well. I yeah. actually never knew the Dunkle Ace Fresh Prince of Belair was shredded off. That is class. Yeah. And you know, like, you know, he probably shouldn't have been because um, Shredder was kind of Japanese and uh, Uncle Phil was African American. So that's definitely you know cultural appropriation right there. So she cancel cancel the turtles as well. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Rick? What uh, what cartoon would you uh, would you bring back? Or um, I had a good think about it. I have to say, it'd be probably Ed Ed and Eddie. Uh, <laughs> that was just absolute classic like that was that is nameless wasn't there a good one I don't know if you would have been young enough for it now lads but, uh, but Liam definitely would be uh, remember Courage the Cowardly Dog 
Man, I have that on my fucking list. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm oh, going to stop. I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to stop. Lads, what are your picks, Liam? Well, Courage, Courage the Dog. He, yeah, lads, he's fucking brilliant. So, uh, yeah, he, he's on the top of the list. Um, as I said, I, I've never really watched much uh, telly growing up, but um, there, there's a couple here that I've... Uh, caught a glimpse of and I'd like them to come back around there was one I'm not 100% sure if this is the name of it but uh, is it Street Sharks Street Sharks <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I remember love that to see, yeah yeah I'd love to see that come back around or um, Biker Mice from Mars oh yeah. go on love that they're, they're my three picks boys solid 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 group there um, yeah. who is your favourite Biker Mice name Ah uh, man, don't make me pick any names because I can't fucking remember any. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, so I'll go for for my my favorite uh, cartoon of all time uh, was definitely um, the Batman, the old Batman cartoon. Uh, it was on in the nineties. Uh, it was just yeah. the second you got home from school, do the homework, and you're just straight into uh, an afternoon of cartoons. Um, so yeah, Batman is just it's an epic uh, cartoon. It's brilliant. And they had uh, is it. Your man who plays uh, Luke Skywalker is uh, the Joker in it. I never knew that until uh, recently as well. So he's he's a brilliant Joker. He's definitely in the up there with the Jokers. Actually, did you ever see the now not changed? Did you ever see the sixties kind of series of Batman? Yeah. Oh, yeah. they used to be dead. It'd be on of a Sunday morning. They used. To I was the Adam West ones, is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that was a thing for everybody. Like, I think every young kid, like I know myself, definitely every Sunday. That was on. I'd watch it every single Sunday. The old sixties version. I think everyone's the same. Like, would you agree? Yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, I, I put it onto YouTube uh, for my kids one day, and they actually loved it. The way they had like the uh, you know the the pal and all the sort of stuff, all the the big yeah. writing jumped up. They were fascinated by it. They thought it was really cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Dendon of it used to be deadly. Tune in next week. Same bat time. Same bat channel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cool, guys. Well, it was a nice little uh, stroll down uh, memory lane. So uh, happy days. Good chatting to you. And uh, we'll call it a day and we'll have a chat again next week. Sounds good. Yeah, sounds good. Check me chicken here, please. Make sure it's not burning. (laughs) Could be black chicken. Yeah. Look, it's still ahead. Still (laughs) ahead. That's not a good sign for your omelette, though, friends. (laughs) If you're eating uh, black and chicken. Look, I wouldn't serve it to anyone else, but, you know, I've spent what? Fucking seven quid on a no, you know. <laughs> a kilo of chicken in the oven. That's gone down the hatch. Do you cool, boys. Good luck. 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 Good luck.